the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason live on this Tuesday, the 3rd of January, 2023. Yeah, you got to change that last digit uh, when you're uh, signing those checks and dating those checks. It's now 2023. I hope all of you had a fantastic Holiday season. I mean, we, we had it all, you know, Thanksgiving and then, of course, Christmas, New Year's, uh, all this other stuff. Bowl games. Uh, the, man, I'll say this. Those two college bowl games, uh, the semifinals, uh, they were just great watching. Uh, yesterday, uh, Jason, we had a, a professional football player uh, drop to the turf yesterday, last night, uh, a quote-unquote hit to the chest. I've never seen anything like it. Lots of speculation there. Let, let's keep, uh, let, let's hope, let's hope it's not what we think it is. Uh, and, and I'll, uh-oh, we'll I don't if, hear you. Uh, we'll see if there Steve Stars go. has anything to say on Happy Up to Cup of Joe. I think he, he may, uh, I'm sure he, he may have a comment about that. <laughs> yeah, we may, we may touch upon that on, on the Half Empty Cup. Uh, we got to get retrained. You know, the, these three-day work weeks, uh, the, the, it takes a while. I mean, the day uh, is Tuesday. Jason and I were talking this morning. He's like, I'm just getting ready for Monday. Yeah, yeah, it's Tuesday. Uh, but we'll be here uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then next week uh, we'll be back five days a week. Uh, we will announce tomorrow our winner on our 10th ounce gold eagle prediction. Uh, we would have had it today, but Jason, we were working on so many things. Uh, we were just trying to get caught up. Uh, the silver eagle winners, guys, thank you so much. I got your emails. Uh, the girls are going to be reaching out, and, and your silver eagles are going to be on the way. Make sure you join our YouTube channel. We are going to be giving away all kinds of stuff all year long. Uh, go to YouTube. Uh, simply just put search Patriot Trading Group uh, will come right up, and uh, then you can start uh, getting your opportunity to win some cool stuff, Jason. How, how, who got the closest guess, Joe? Who is who is the closest? How, how close was that guess for the, the third? Uh, I will say this: very close. Very. We had uh, some. Very good guesses in there. And, of course, you and I really, it, we needed to split our predictions. Uh, you know, I, I was at the lower end. You, you were kind of at the higher end. But I'll say this. We had predictions all over the place. Uh, we, we had predictions in the uh, 1830s. Matter of fact, we had some predictions. Gold right now, another rally again today. Uh, right, right now, the February gold contract in New York, 1838, up a dozen. Uh, silver's up 25 cents. They've been up more than that today. Uh, give it a little bit back as the Dow was trying to rally to start the new year. That rally has fizzled out. Uh, I, it's going to be a tough year for equities no matter uh, what happens. We do have 
the Fed minutes coming tomorrow. So the Fed minutes from their December meeting, Jason, will be out tomorrow. And at least as far as we, we, we have seen, the Fed has talked really tough. Uh, the minutes tended to be a little more, I'll call them balanced or, or a little more dovish, if you will. So we'll see what this, this meeting comes out. If there's any hint, Wall Street has any hint that the Federal Reserve is going to slow the pace of rates even faster, uh, you, we could be in for several very big days. Yeah, I think gold and silver are definitely uh, primed, Joe. And uh, I was listening to a little bit of Peter Schiff over the weekend. Uh, you know, he's kind of any gold and silver guy. You kind of uh, listen to him once in a while. So he's like the guy that's out there everywhere. But uh, he, he was saying a few things about the inflation and, and made a lot of sense to me, Joe. Uh, uh, in, in in almost any situation that the Fed goes, you're going to have gold and silver going up, and you're going to have inflation. He's he's making the case that there is no way you can get out of the inflation. No matter which way they go, no matter how they pivot or go back and forth, he believes that quantitative uh, easing is going to start up later this year. I don't know if that'll happen, but he even showed that this inflation is built in, Joe. It's it's built in. Uh, it's it's be impossible to stop. Some guys that I like as people that have listened to me over the years, Jeffrey Gunlatch is a guy uh, that uh, of all the guys out there, I really pay attention to. And, and he, he kind of shocked me, Jason. He's saying that the Fed is clueless, pretty much, uh, you know, that the big recession is coming. It's going to catch them off guard and that they're going to be lowering rates this year. That's, that's huge. Uh, if, if that is, if that is truly the case, uh, we're going to see all time record high gold prices. Uh, I, I'm pretty confident that we're going to see that no matter what. Uh, record high gold prices. Don't be shocked at all to see silver start with a three. Uh, silver in the 30s uh, is another one of those things uh, I would expect. And once again, my platinum call, uh, we made an all-out buy on platinum. Jason, that was $100 ago. Platinum continues now uh, approaching $1,100 this morning. Yeah, I was looking at that just as you're speaking. So it's uh, it's done well. It's done really well, and and uh, it's got a little ways to go to catch up to gold. But uh, we're, we're going to see a lot of this stuff happen this year, Joe. 2023 will, uh, I think, rebalance a lot of assets to where they should be. I, I mean, uh, you can't have a great reset unless everything goes back to where they where it belongs, which is in relationship to each other, Joe. Yeah, and the amount of money. Cre- Listen, it's all about the money creation. That that's inflation. Higher prices are a symptom of it. They did something uh, during COVID uh, in, in regards to the money supply that the world has never seen before, which I think has a lot of people saying, you know, kind of like what Peter Schiff was saying, hey, it's not going to go away. The Fed may have to stop pretending to fight it, but it's not going away. Paper Radio News Hour will be back after the break. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. The Dow's down a hundred and fifty points now. Was up uh, over three hundred points earlier this morning. Uh, bad news out of Apple and Tesla. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, the S and P's down twenty seven. The Nasdaq's down a hundred. Uh, right now, gold again off the highs, but still up. About ten bucks right now, eighteen thirty-five. 
That's the February uh, contract silver uh, at twenty four twenty five. This and this market recap brought to you by Y Refi. We've been talking about them forever. I mean, listen, the stock market is so volatile right now. I mean, we we talk about how bad twenty twenty two was. Do you know there's only been a handful of years where you had back to back down years for the stock market, and Jason, every one of those, these were major depressions, major recessions, and I, and I feel like we're shaping up for one of those again. Don't have to worry about it with Y Refi, a fixed rate of return every single month, up to 10.25%. Uh, the interest, listen, not only to get the high rate of return, you know what your statement's going to be. It doesn't matter what Wall Street does. It doesn't matter what's in the Fed minutes. You can make it into monthly income if you want. You can compound it. You can roll it over. Uh, no loss of principal. If you want to end it early for whatever reason, uh, check them out. InvestYRefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y-R-E-F-Y.com. Or 888-Y-REFI-24, 888-Y-REFI-24. Right now, you have to be a, an accredited investor. But, Jason, uh, they're getting ready to take that away. Uh, they're going to open this thing up to everybody. And I'm going to say this, not a moment too soon. Yeah, I mean, your comments about the market, I mean, I've, I've said – couple of times I tried to point this out that in 1929 the markets went down and they were down for 27 years before they got back to the levels they were in 1929. Scant 40 years later, 1968, the markets went down, didn't come back for 25 years. And that was under a situation where the gold was delinked from the dollar in 1971 and you had the inflation of the 70s and the early 80s. Well, here we are, Joe. It's, it would not surprise me if the market takes a huge leg down this year, and it just takes a, a, a large amount of years for it to come back. So, if it take, let's just say it takes 10 years. Let's say we actually get this 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 uh, stagflation where it takes years to, to come back, like you know, just like the you know the Japanese markets. You know, they just floundered for two for a whole generation. Why refi can give you a place to put your money and invest and, and make something when the stock market is just dead for you know Joe maybe ten to twenty years. It, it, it's pot. I'm not saying that's for sure going to happen, but it's it doesn't look good for for a long time right now. Listen, let's just understand. We have to understand what what, what we've been in. We've been in this fifty year cycle. Really, when uh, the closing of the gold window uh, did a lot of things, but really. Uh, it allowed for the, this debt super bubble to get created. Uh, we, we saw the taking off of the national debt, right? Think about this. 1971, the debt was $400 billion. $400 billion. Heck, Jason, we go $400 billion in debt in a month. Right? I mean, a bad month for the U.S. government, $400 billion now. I mean, we went over 200, what, almost 200, 195 years uh, without getting $400 billion in debt. And most of that, most of that $400 billion, about $250 billion of it, was left over from World War II. Uh, most people don't realize we ran just as many budget surpluses as we did budget deficits 
after World War II. Hey, we were running some budget surpluses during the Great Depression. Jason, that's been all out the window. We've had this 50-year debt cycle, and they capped it off. They capped it off with this huge increase in money supply because of COVID, the likes that the world has never seen. I mean, you're talking about taking a money supply that was what? I want to say about $4 trillion and turning it into $20 trillion. Uh, and, and now, like, and a lot of people are saying, hey, th- this card isn't going to work. This debt card isn't going to work. This 50 years uh, every time there's a problem, let's just spend our way out of it. Uh, J- Jason, we're at this point now where any more spending just leads to higher inflation. Yeah, you know, and, and uh, they, they can't quite get their balance sheet down to Fed. And it uh, sure seems like, Joe, that uh, we're looking for some market pain and some scary news headlines uh, in 2023. And then, it just seems like, you know, it's, you just said the, the Fed looks possibly inept, like they don't know what to do. Well, because they've been in a catch-22 for a couple of years now. I mean, they're really at the end. The, the can can't really be kicked down the road quite much further. And so printing money, Joe, they're going to do it. At some point, they're going to go back yeah. into it. And, and the market, here's the I, thing, I, Joe, I, the markets, there's a lot of, there's a lot, a lot of uh, optimism with these guys in the markets, thinking that things can be fixed. At some point, they're going to figure it out. Like, Wait a minute, this just can't get better. <clears throat> then what's going to happen with gold and silver, Joe? Then what's going to happen? Yeah, I, I think we're going to see uh, some really uh, unprecedented times in the market. And, and you got to remember, too, during this, this, this debt cycle, the dollar was still the king. And I'm not saying, listen, the dollar, it's still the king today. The, the difference is, there's a rival now. Whether whether or not you can say what you want about China and the Chinese, uh, their economy is on par with our, our economy in, in terms of stuff, right? They, they consume more stuff than we do. Uh, you know, in terms of dollar terms, our economy is still better. Uh, but, Jason, they want a seat at the table. China wants a seat at the table and it certainly looks like they have made huge, huge progress in their relationship with the Middle East, particularly Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates. Uh, this is one of those things, you know, we talked about Joe Biden. Uh, this is a very weak president. He's viewed very weakly out in the world. And I think this is a huge example of that, what's going on with the relationship with China, with the Saudis, and, and the United Arab Emirates. I'm, I'm not, I'll be shocked if we get through 2023 without a major announcement from them that China's going to start buying oil in Renembi. I'll, I'll be shocked. I don't think we make it out of 2023. Uh, and, that, and that's a game changer. Listen, the dollar's still going to have a seat at the table. The problem is, Jason, there's another guy there that also, hey, I want to eat too. <clears throat> yeah, and, and some of the guys that are, uh, you know, looking at the dollar strength in 2022, uh, remember, it's just what I said. Joe just, it's, it's going hand in hand to what Joe's saying and what I'm saying, which is, I think 
the dollar strength, you see more of that this year because they're going to slow down the rate hike. I think we see 25 basis points in uh, February and maybe nothing after that. And I think the markets are going to be like, oh, see, oh, it's, it's the good old days. Here it comes, the free money, right? And, and so the dollar, you know, you may see some dollar strength here, Joe, just just before what Joe says happens where, hey, China says no more dollar. Other countries say no more dollar. And the markets show all the stress, and you know they're not going to—they're not going to uh, take the rates down right away. So you're going to have market stress. It's going to be very severe. And I think, like it just, I just—I said a minute ago—the Wall Streeters going to be like, "Uh-oh, they're going to figure it out." Joe. I think they'll figure it out, and, and then they're going to sell everything they got, aren't they, Joe? And then where are they going to put it? Where are they going to put it? Because then and, the dollar is going to start dropping, right? And, and remember, I think this is going to be as Jason said. We had one of the best dollar years ever last year. I think that's going to be followed with one of the worst dollar years this year. Uh, and, and to Jason's point, uh, it, it's really going to set up very, very nicely uh, for, for the precious metals, uh, gold and silver uh, in particular. you got to remember, we've got record demand. There's record demand for investment, you know, Gold and silver coins, gold and silver bars, what we do. But this is demand. It's global. It is global. Uh, there's not a, a, a anywhere in the world where people aren't, you know what, yeah, maybe, maybe, you know, owning some gold and silver is probably a pretty good idea. You know, we were at a bunch of parties, you know, Christmas, New Year's. Uh, everybody wanted to talk to me. I was like the most popular guy at the party again. Oh, what's going on, Joe? What do you think? And, and how busy are you? And, and should I be getting in? You know, all, all of these questions. You know, 20 years ago, you were the crazy guy in the corner. Uh, now everybody wants to hear what you have to say. But you got to remember, the only thing that struggled last year, and think about it, gold and silver were, were essentially flat for the year, was the ETFs. That was the paper, gold, and silver markets, and they were playing, Jason, on that strong dollar thing. So they were like, yeah, we don't need to hold paper, gold, and silver because the dollar's rallying. Well, guess what? They're all wanting to hold paper, gold, and silver again. 2023, we could shatter every record investment-wise going back to the financial crisis. In 2019, before the COVID uh, emergency came in, uh, we, we talked about the repo markets and, and basically it was all breaking and gold had not hit its record high yet. It did in 2020. Well, all other nations, most industrialized nations right now are having gold at record prices except for America. This was the same situation we had in 2019. There's a little bit of a bull whip kind of happening, Joe, with the, you know, this year to year, you get an emergency, you get a bump, then you get the, uh, the sideways, then you get, you know, you get another emergency, you get another bump. Uh, gold's really done really well, Joe, and it's 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 doing what it's supposed to do. And and when emergencies get become economic, Joe, the only thing the only trick they have is just print money and give everybody what they need to see if that holds, Joe. That's they're going to be doing that, I think, later this year. I I think you see rates at a certain level that don't go back to zero, but then you see the printing happen again, Joe. I think that's that's what we're headed for. It'll be interesting if they try to do quantitative easing with rates not at zero. Because that's really uh, the only way that really works is, hey, first you bring the rates to zero, then you then you uh, turn the printing presses back on. 
Jason, I don't think they can do that this time around, and, and, and I don't know. I don't know what they'll do. I think you're right. I think they're going to end up panicking, and, and they're just going to go back to what they know, uh, which is going to be, you know, when we start talking about, hey, 10, 20, uh, now all of a sudden, Jason, are we going to be looking at 30, 40, 50% returns on gold and silver? Uh, it's absolutely possible. It just depends on how this is going to play out. I just... Put it this way, best case scenario for the Fed, in my opinion, is a recession, rates that are at, let's call them, uh, you know, five-ish, five, five and a quarter, uh, and they stay there. That's probably the best case scenario. I don't think most people actually think that's going to happen. I'll tell you right now, Wall Street at 32,000 and change, 33,000, Jason, they're, they're basically betting that the Fed's going to start lowering rates and start quantitative easing again before 2023 is over. You know, the faster they can get that digital currency in, Joe, they could go to negative rates. Well, you know, once that digital currency is in place, there's a whole new set of, of rules. I mean, you know, some other countries were testing negative rates, but it doesn't work because people just run to the bank and pull their money out. Well, if there's no bank to pull your money out of, I guess they could go to negative one percent, Joe, and I guess that maybe that would uh, they could print a lot at that point, right? They can just uh, yeah. suck it out of your bank account yeah. when they they, they tax you on your negative rates. They, they can do negative rates for personal accounts. They can put expiration dates on on your your credit, saying you've got to spend it by X amount. I mean, there's so much that they can do uh, with that digital stuff. Jason and I we're coming right back. Stay with us. We're back here, 800-951-0592, Patriot Radio News Hour, Joe and Jason, uh, the, the stream for 1360, not our fault, uh, the stream is down, we are actually playing uh, Catherine Austin Fitz. Uh, on the 1360 website. I'm not sure if Phoenix is affected because uh, we do stream the show to Phoenix, but I think we use a different stream. I mean, we've got so many streams, I can't keep them uh, all, all, all together, but I know the main stream at, at the 1360 website is down. You're going to be hearing, though. It's pretty cool because uh, always good uh, listening to Catherine Austin Fitz because she's got – uh, her, her pulse on this as well. Uh, Jason and I were talking about Glenn Beck. Uh, he had one of his, uh, people that he likes to bring on. Um, and, and I don't know, you know what, right now, I don't know that we can play the clip and have the YouTube people hear it. So why don't we just kind of paraphrase, Jason, what it is that, that they were, they were talking about as far as what they're expecting. Yeah, I, I watched this thing uh, over the weekend, and uh, and then we're going to try to be able to have this ability in, in the future. I'll talk to Dominic because I think we could splice some video, and you know, Joe and I can stop for five minutes, listen to the video, and then splice it up. But but that aside, Joe, yeah, I uh, he talked about the Department of Labor, and uh, I, there's some stuff about the Department of Labor I didn't even know about. Like they don't even they haven't any kind of reporting or any kind of auditing about what they do since 2013. I mean, there's like no record keeping there or something is weird stuff. I mean, but the department of labor has rules and one of the rules, which, you know, I'm not a big rule follower. I don't like, I think the less, the less rules, the better, but one of them is, is that uh, if you're at a company, let's just say Walmart or if you're a smaller company, you know, 
McLean Western, which is a shipping company that used to used to ship for uh, Walmart before they took over their own shipping. Uh, if somebody's handling the 401ks or the pensions, uh, there's a rule in place from the Department of Labor that says you have to whoever controls that at your company has to do it on the behalf of the employee's best interests. It's it's in the right. law. That's in the other wording. words, in other words, hey, you guys can't enrich yourselves. Uh, with my, you know, hey, we're gonna offer you a 401k, but you know what? Uh, it's not gonna be great for you guys, but it's gonna be really good for us. That was That's kind of a no-no, right? That was like, hey, you can't do that. No, no speculating, right? Right? No, no putting it into my dad's company over here that uh, will help feed his. Even though we know this stuff happens, we know that big companies have done things like this before. Uh, but they changed the rule, and here's it, it, it matters that they changed the rule. It matters that they changed the rule because uh, what they changed was the wording. They said this. They just took that out. They just simply took out the piece that says you must, as, as the guy in your company that handles investments for your 401Ks, your pensions or whatever investments, retirement funds, whatever, you, you, don't, you don't have to – it doesn't have to be on behalf of your employees anymore. But they just took that part out. All the rules are the same. You know, all the other rules for these guys that have these jobs are the same, Joe. But they took out the wording of in the best interest of the employee's money. That they, basically, these guys now are, have been given by the Department of Labor the, the power to take that money and go wherever they want with it. This was announced the day, you know, the day before Thanksgiving at 3 o'clock in the afternoon. This is when they announced this rule change. It was also at the very same time they announced that they were going to start testing Central bank digital currencies because we, we, we uh, Joe and I reported that. Glenn Beck still in that the, test, uh, by the way. That test, that test, a 12 week long test. So we're, yep. we're still in that test, uh, as we speak. And, and Jason, I think this is not only is it tied to digital, I think this is tied to ESG. This is, mm-hmm. in other words, uh, the companies were saying, Hey, you know what? Well, we really can't invest in all this green stuff. Because you got this rule that says we got to operate in the best interest of our employees. And, you know, I don't think that sector is going to do so well. And then somebody may turn around, you know, they'll figure it out and sue us. Correct. And, and let's pretend you're the head guy at, the, at Walmart with these investments. And then you got the head guy over at Target, the, the competition, right? You may want to invest in green energy, but you might be wondering if you're the Walmart guy, hey, you know, if I if I go into this green energy and, and try to get our ESG score, I target my pivot, and they might beat us at this. Well, with this situation, nobody has to worry about the risk. We're all going to go that direction because it's all going to beef up our company's credit score, our social credit score at our at our at our company, and it doesn't really matter what the uh, the employee thinks. You know, one of those things, Joe, that I've never gotten into a 401k is some of the companies that that are invested into, like Planned Parenthood. I really don't want any of my money invested into Planned Parenthood if it's a part of the 401k at the job I'm working. A lot of people don't really understand the companies that their money's going into, that they're feeding. That's one of the things that I really disliked about 401ks, Joe, and this is just this is just gonna make it worse. Yeah, this is a this is a big change and something uh, you don't see the Department of Labor 
making changes like this. You know, it, it, we're accustomed to see, okay, the SEC stepping in, right? Uh, maybe the New York Federal Reserve, uh, because they control Wall Street, may, may make a few tweaks here. Uh, but this coming from the Department of Labor and just essentially, I think, Jason, opening up the door, first of all, I think twofold. Number one, I think returns are going to be hard to come by. You know, we, we've lived in this 50-year debt bubble uh, where anytime there was a problem, throw money at it and throw as much as you need to at it. Uh, to fix it, and now uh, we have this inflation. Uh, Michael Burry, you got to follow him. I mean, this guy uh, really going back to housing and the financial crisis. Uh, he was out this weekend, and 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 it's important to hear what they're saying. The U.S. is in a recession by any definition, right? You got to listen to what Jeff Gunlatch is saying, right? He's saying, listen. This isn't your garden variety recession. This, this is going to be something significant to where the Fed is going to be shell-shocked. Uh, Burry saying the Fed is going to cut, the government's going to stimulate, and we're going to have another inflation spike, Jason. Just kind of what we've been saying. Listen, there, there's no happy medium here. This is going to be, we, we were calling it last year the double great depression, right? The double depression. Because during a depression, the problem always tends to be a deflationary cycle, which kind of makes sense, right? People get fired, people get laid off, they, they can't buy as much stuff, right? Companies uh, aren't spending a whole lot of money because they don't, you know, the economic outlook's uncertain, everything slows down, prices tend to go down. Jason, this time around, I think we're going to have that the exact opposite. When they go to stimulate again, it's going to cause another inflationary uh, uh, spike. It, it, it's just, it's madness is what it is. That's why you got to have your gold and silver put away. We're going to help you do that next. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. The Dow's down two hundred points. Uh, gold's up eleven. Uh, Eighteen thirty-eight. Uh, that's the February contract. Uh, quick look spot here. Got gold up what six? Eighteen thirty. Eighteen thirty-one. Uh, silver above twenty-four. Platinum thousand uh, seventy-four. And just like I thought, look at palladium down eighty. Uh, as as again uh, last. But for the last two, three weeks, we were telling you, sell that palladium, get into that platinum. Uh, you're definitely we're going to be rewarded. Uh, Jason, today I've got $20 gold at $2,095. This, you know, when we're talking about what gold can do and what silver is going to do, you know, we're sitting here, you know, gold right, right around this 1840 level. This is a very big technical level uh, for gold. A break above and a close above 1840 just sets up all the computers. And this is just computer trade stuff, right? We, we talked earlier about, you know, uh, gold as that inflation hedge. And a lot of people, well, why didn't gold do better last year? And, of course, it all had to do with the paper ETFs and now the 
the dollars on its back foot again. We're going to see gold and silver roaring back again. Uh, but at $2,095, and really, Jason, and Jason's holding that up for you guys to see. That's a $20 Liberty right there, 800 9510592 I mean Jason we had them at that price almost $200 in gold to go uh just yeah. uh, really uh had a good opportunity over the last 3 to 4 weeks where the premiums for gold and silver which have been all time record high premiums on gold and silver, uh, and with Jason, we've seen these premiums come in. I would venture to say right now, the gold premium is probably right about where it should be. I mean, when you're thinking about you know gold, buying gold at about two hundred and fifty dollars over spot at eighteen hundred and forty dollars spot, that's not bad. That's not bad. Silver premiums have come way in. I mean, let's not kid ourselves. They're still pretty high, but they've come way in as well. If some of the things that we are thinking are going to happen here soon, Joe, in 2023 and, and, and even beyond 2024 and so on, uh, you'll, you'll see $500 premiums above gold on, yeah. on these coins. And you could even, in a, in, a, in a crazy world where things get really bad, you could see 700 800 a thousand dollar premiums over. I mean, it's that's that's a little farther away than we're at now, but it can happen. Five hundred is very easy. Uh, Joe talked about uh, him and Eric uh, back in 2011 when when gold was hitting its record high. That they were selling coins. Uh, I think that the gold was getting around eighteen hundred, and they were selling coins at twenty two, twenty three, twenty four hundred dollars. You know, especially some of the lower. Uh, I think Min State sixty one stuff was like this, I think six hundred dollars over. We were. You know, Jason, that, that's the truth. Eighteen hundred, eighteen hundred, uh, almost nineteen hundred dollar gold. You're paying twenty three and twenty four hundred dollars. You know that old supply and demand thing. And like I said, we've got demand. Demand is here. Uh, the ETF was the only thing missing, and all of the the stimulus, if you will, for that to continue is gone. Right? The Fed's already listen. Four straight rate hikes to 75, of what we're already down to 50. We've got people that are majorly respected people now coming out saying, hey, second half of 2023, we are going to be in not a garden variety recession, but we're going to be in the midst of another one of these. Uh, it's going to probably feel like the financial crisis type thing in they're gonna, the Fed's going to blink and have to start cutting rates, start quantitative, uh, uh, easing again. Jason, we could easily, easily see premiums of five, six, seven, eight hundred dollars over, especially when you're talking about record high prices on top of it and really no need to go away from the trade especially if we're in the midst of this recession and the Fed's got to go reverse course. Uh, and then Michael Burry saying, hey, listen, as soon as they reverse course, now we've got a new problem because they're going to stoke inflation again. Well, Joe, and this might be a slow grinding kind of market downturn. It may not be a fast crash that everyone's waiting for. If you're sitting there waiting for the second shoe to drop, it may not drop for a long time. 2022 was pretty severe. I mean, 
uh, it didn't seem like it was all that bad. I mean, I mean, the news wasn't at, it wasn't it wasn't completely grim and, and and horror stricken. It wasn't it wasn't blood in the streets, but it was it was a bad year. If 2023 reflects even part of that and doesn't get as you know, it's not as severe as we think it could be, Joe. And then 2024 does the same thing, and 2025 does the same thing. We could have a long, slow grinding where you, you kind of are lulled to sleep that it's not that bad. It's just you know, it's just it's just a downturn. But you wake up a year, 18 months later, and suddenly the thing is down 50%. The markets maybe 60%, but it just took more time. It's still a market crash, Joe. It's just happening slowly in, in a longer period of time. I think stagflation is is a very real possibility, Joe. Yeah, and this is going to be a killer for those in retirement, for those, especially those getting yep. close to retirement. Uh, they, you know, for too many people out there, they've only got two avenues. Uh, whatever I have on my house, and 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 again, that's right. Who knows where that's gonna, what that's gonna look like. And then my 401k, that's it. I didn't do any extra saving. I didn't put gold and silver away. It could be extremely painful, uh, especially those looking to retire in the next three to five years. They, they could be in a situation or uh, as they're getting ready to retire, like Jason said, hey, I lost half my money. And Joe, it could be one of those things. I'll just work another year. It'll get better, just like 2020. And then it doesn't get better, Joe, right? 800 gold pieces, $2,095. Final segment coming up. Eight hundred Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News, our final segment here. Uh, the Dow's down 200, the, the S&P's down 35, the Nasdaq's down 136. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I got to learn how to talk and breathe, Jason. I got to get retrained. Hey, there's a lot to talk about, Joe. Sometimes it just gets in front of you, right? <laughs> Man. You know, we've all done it, Joe. I mean, I've, I've done this a lot, a lot less years than you have, but uh, I, I – I got like multiple mutes here to have to get a cough out now and then mute it, you know, so it's, it gets complicated with the video. Yeah, so anyway, uh, gold's up a dozen here, 1838. Uh, silver's up 18 cents, $20 gold pieces at $2,095 at 800-951-0592. In our uh, next, the half empty cup of Joe, which is coming up next. We're going to have Steve Stars with us. We are going to delve into the, the DeMar Hamlin uh, incident from yesterday. Uh, of course, that's the, uh, for those of you don't, that don't know or maybe not football people, uh, he dropped on the field in cardiac arrest on seemingly a run-of-the-mill type of, a, of tackle. Uh, and, and, you know, a lot of people, Jason, speculating uh, as we've seen a lot of soccer players, but now we're starting to see some a other athletes just kind of falling over. Now, Hamlin's still alive, so uh, I guess that's a good thing. But uh, uh, another uh, player, a Jaguar player, passed away uh, last night as well. Yeah, he was a th – this guy, uh, and I can't even read his name. It's it's a foreign name, but uh, – 
Noariri, I don't know, 38, he died. Um, let's just say, well, I'm trying to read this thing he said. And Steve Starge, well, I'm going to give credit to Steve Starge. He brought this to my attention to, uh, this morning. But basically, he's one of those guys that's like, man, people that aren't getting vaccinated are, are going to hurt everybody. They're going to kill everybody. We need to we need to have a law that just forces this upon them or put them in jail. That, that was how hard this guy's stance was, and he just died of a heart-related of a heart, heart heart, uh, related problem. Heart attack. Yep. So, boy, it's going to be a good one. Steve Starr, I bet Steve Starr is, is, is ready to go, Joe. Yeah, so, and again, uh, I, we, I, I don't know. We don't know. Uh, it's just uh, very, very interesting uh, what's, what, what happened and what's been happening. And uh, we're going to talk more about it on that next show, uh, the half-empty cup. I, I don't know uh, if our stream is fixed. Normally, you can just jump over there. Uh, to 1360 KHNC. Just know this as well. We podcast all the shows at 1360 as well. Uh, there is a podcast section on our website there. Uh, you can catch all of the shows that we produce uh, there at 1360, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, Jason. That's that's correct, and we're working on uh, some some of the extra uh, complexities when it comes to uh, uh, having our guys, uh, the guests that come on the show and, and having clips and things of that nature so we can have all of that when we maybe can podcast the Happy Cup of Joe here in the near future. So we're Yeah, it looks like get, it's get, back get, up, get too, by the way. So, yeah. uh, excellent, yeah. excellent. Well, then everyone's yeah. going to have a good show, I think. I think Steve started bringing some fire, uh, Joe, to, uh, tomorrow or uh, next hour show. Yeah, a- absolutely. 800 hey, Get that gold. How Get that much gold, does Joe. your portfolio weigh? That may be the real question, especially in the next day, uh, five to ten years. How much does that thing weigh? Uh, by the way, uh, gold spiking again here now, up 14, uh, 1840. Wall Street losses picking up a little bit. Uh, tomorrow, the big Fed minutes. Yeah, these guys they can't find their backside with both hands, and we're going to wait with bated breath on what they have to say. I don't think so. We'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.